Hey, Lakeview Church, if you will grab your Bible and find the book of Philippians in the New Testament, today we're going to be starting a new sermon series through Philippians. Now, we know that Philippians is not actually a book. It's a letter. It is a letter that was written by the Apostle Paul while he was in prison. And he wrote that letter to Christians who were living in the ancient city of Philippi. And this morning, we're going to look at the opening verses, chapter 1, verse 1 through 11, and we're going to really key in on one main idea, one main verse that Paul is uh, opening his letter to the Philippians with. The service is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we are going to spend most of our time meditating on, praying through, and celebrating this one big idea that Paul has for us in the opening section of the letter to Philippi. So let's read Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. I just want to pull out one verse, one of the most hopeful, joy-filled, encouraging and exciting verses in the entire Bible. That is Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 and it just so happens to be our key uh, vision verse for the year here at Lakeview Church. Look at chapter 1 verse 6. Paul says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Now, it doesn't come through so much in the English translation, but the way that Paul opens that verse, being confident of this, he writes it very emphatically in the original Greek. It's kind of like he's saying this, if there's only one thing that I know about you, if I don't know anything else about you, I know this one thing about you. I am absolutely, completely convinced of this one thing, that God will finish what he started in you. God began a good work in you when you gave your life to Christ, when you surrendered your heart to Jesus and accepted him as your God and your Savior and the Lord of your life. And, and God's Holy Spirit came into you at that moment. And God began this good work. He began to change you and to transform you and to make you into who he wanted you to be. He began to heal you and to call you up. And he began this good work in you, and God will finish what he started. 
if there's only one thing to remember, if there's only one thing to know, if there's only one thing that I could impress upon you at the very beginning of my letter to you, Philippians, listen, it's this. I am absolutely confident and convinced of this. God will finish what he started in you. That is exciting. That is encouraging. That is hopeful. That is joyful. God began a good work in you and in me, and he will finish what he started in us. Now, you might be looking around and saying, gee, it doesn't really feel like God's finishing that good work in my life. Look at the world around us. Look how hard it is right now. Look at all the chaos and the turmoil right now. Look at my own life. I have scars. I have stains. I have scratches and dents and dings in my life. You know, we might look at our lives and see uh, challenges, see obstacles, see sorrow and pain and suffering. We look at our lives and we see uh, poor decisions that we've made. We see abuse. We see loss. We see the things that other people have done to us, and we see the things that we have done to other people. We look at those things and we say, you know, it it doesn't really seem like God is doing much of a good work in my life right now. We might look and see someone we love who's really, really sick or who has walked away from their faith. We might look and see our our marriages are struggling, our families are struggling under the tension and the stress of all this coronavirus and, and the unrest in our world right now. And we say, man, it doesn't really feel like God is doing uh, this good work in my life. Where is he at? What's going on? Well, Paul said that he was confident that God would, uh, would bring this good work to completion in the, until the day of Christ Jesus in verse 6. And then in verse 7, he says, It is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I have you in my heart. And whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. See what Paul is saying is, look, both uh, being in chains and proclaiming the gospel, both of these experiences are experiences of God's grace. Both the the suffering and the sorrow and the joy and the triumph are both experiences of God's grace. Both the, uh, the, the struggle and the challenge and the victory are both experiences of God's grace. God hasn't stopped working in your life because you're in chains. Remember, Paul's writing these things from prison. And he says, look, God hasn't stopped working. He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion. And I'm writing this while I'm in chains. But even these chains are an experience of God's grace. And you will experience and share in that grace with me, both the ups and the downs, both the good times and the hard times. These are experiences of God's grace. And we look at our lives and we see shattered glass. We see the pain. We see the sorrow. We see the loss. We see the the struggle with substances. We see the sin. We see the chaos. We see the, the, the hurt and the emotional angst and the fear and the worry. We see the pride in us and the sinfulness of our nature. And we see all these things and, and we look at it and we say, man, this is such a mess. How can God do anything with me? But that's not how God sees our lives. See, we look at our lives and we see shattered glass. God looks at our lives and and when the light of Christ shines through the broken shards of our soul, 
God sees a stained glass window. So, so don't get caught up in uh, where you're at right now and, and where it's hard right now because we're looking only this far, but God looks at the whole picture of our lives and he, he doesn't see a mess. He makes a masterpiece out of it. Jesus says, come unto me, come, bring all your problems, bring all your fears, bring all your anxieties, bring all your worries, bring all your cares and your concerns, bring all your sin and all your pain, bring all your sorrow and all your loss and all your challenges, bring your messed up personality, bring your emotional and mental unhealth, bring all of this to me and I will take it. And then I'll take this broken piece of your life and I'll take this broken piece of your life and I'll start to put them together and I'll take this scratched piece and I'll take this stained piece of your life and I'll work them in. And over time, he's just working, working, working. And when he's done, it's not a mess. It's a masterpiece. It's not a a shattered mirror. It is a stained glass window. This is what God is doing in and through you. There's one thing I want you to know from the opening letter uh, opening verses of Paul's letter to Philippians. If there's only one thing that we remember from this whole book, it's this. God will finish what he started in you. When Jesus was hanging on the cross, moments before his death, he looked up to heaven and he cried out, it is finished. Jesus finished his work on the cross to forgive all our sins, past, present, and future He finished that work on the cross and he will finish his work in your life and in mine. This is the God that we serve, a God who finishes what he started.